You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip Podcast. In today's episode, I share why I decided to fire some clients and the difference between holding space for discomfort and putting up with BS. Keep listening. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip Podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast, and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the practical and tactical strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Here's your host, Sabrina Phillip. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we have another CEO confession, which is that you are fired. Now, CEO Confessions is a weekly email series that I send out every Friday where I share some of the behind the scenes and the battle learned lessons of running a multiple seven figure business. And in today's episode, I'm going to be going a little bit more in depth into an email that I shared about firing a client. So when I say you're fired, obviously, I think Donald Trump finger guns. Um, And also, I think typically we think of firing team members. But actually, there is something about firing clients that is also a bit heavy. And I think it's a bit of a taboo conversation. And quite honestly, it's not something that I had ever done before. But last year, there were a few instances where I chose to fire some clients. And the reason why I did this is that I had some clients over the years that would push boundaries and it would make me really uncomfortable, but I would just kind of do my best to hold those boundaries, put up with the discomfort. And something just shifted for me last year where I really just stopped putting up with some of that nonsense. And now I think that there's some important context here, which is it is normal when working with humans for there to be disagreements. It's normal when working with humans for there to sometimes be hiccups or misunderstandings. And as long as everyone treats the other party with respect, a lot of times we can move through those. And I think something that's also true is that oftentimes the reason why someone hires you is the reason why they are sometimes going to struggle in working with you. As an example, if you are a mindset coach, you are very likely going to have clients who are struggling with their mindset, which means it's not necessarily going to be the easiest experience at first coaching them. You know, they might feel very down on themselves. They might feel like they can't do it. They might struggle to show up to the sessions. And so it's because of the reason that they are struggling to, you know, work with you that they're also, it's the reason why they hired you. For me as a business coach, my whole business is helping other people make more money. Well, it's that objection, that pain point of, well, I don't have the money that might make it difficult for someone to hire me in the first place. And also it might make it difficult when someone signs up for my programs to sometimes have the ability to stay in the program, right? So one of the things that I oftentimes will see is that people hire me because they need help growing their business. And that also means that for some people, this isn't true for everyone, of course, that they struggle to take their business seriously or they struggle to run it like a business. And there's this perception of, well, you know, if I'm not a business, then she's not a business. And so sometimes some people, this isn't true for everyone, of course, sometimes some people feel like they can kind of get away with crossing boundaries and disrespecting contracts. And just as a very mini tangent, I think that this is where we see a lot of internalized misogyny inside of the coaching industry. So, you know, coming back to this topic of firing clients, if let's say, you know, someone gets upset because they got the wrong call link, that's not a big deal. 
But sometimes there are just some instances where I think it really kind of goes over the line. So last year, I had a client who was in this constant cycle of she would slide into my DMs on Instagram at the end of every single month, and she would just lash out and complain and say how terrible I was and how horrible the program was because she was feeling super scarce and like she didn't have any money. And then a couple of days later, at the beginning of the month, she would post in the community something like, oh my gosh, just had my second biggest month ever literally a direct quote. So it was the cycle of, I don't have any money, I'm struggling, it's all your fault, to then the end of the month happens and she pulls it off because she's getting great coaching and growing her business, to then, yay, I'm going to be your best client ever. And then I would get another voice memo, another message in my DMs. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to be your best client ever. I'm going to be the best testimonial you've ever had. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to stick in it. And then of course, you know, three weeks later, it's the same cycle. And so I think there's a couple of good reminders here. First of all, it's not over until it's over. The client was really struggling toward the end of the month, feeling like she wasn't going to hit her money goal, and then she did. So it's really important to keep going and keep showing up for yourself and keep showing up for that money goal. I think the other thing that we can take from this is that it's not personal, it's a pattern. So it wasn't actually that I sucked. It was that every single month at the end of the month, she would freak out. And then at the beginning of the month, she'd be like, oh my gosh, I pulled it off. So that actually has nothing to do with me, right? That is her pattern that she was in. And unfortunately, I was just kind of on the receiving end of that, which that kind of next lesson that we can then look at is clients can have feelings, clients can have mindset freakouts, clients can have, you know, not so great patterns and moments that they need support working through. And oftentimes that is what coaching is for. You know, as a coach, I'm not afraid of, uncomfortable feelings or hard conversations, but how that's communicated is really what matters. And so I see myself as a coach, but I am not a punching bag. So this client constantly sliding into my Instagram DMs and sending me these long voice memos complaining. And then a couple days later, kind of going back and me like, haha, just kidding, really crossed my boundaries many ways. And it was communicated to her a couple of times, you know, hey, if there's an issue, like I'm super happy to support you with that. If you have a coaching question, you can post it in the community. If there is a contract question or a payment question, which she never flagged to me at any point, but let's say she had, then if there is a customer support question, then that can go to the email inbox. So the first time that she did that, because she did this maybe three or four times before I fired her, the first time that she did that, you know, I kind of reflected back to her. I totally get it. It's super scary. I know you really want to be successful in your business. We've got a great plan for you. Why don't we kind of keep going with that? And of course it worked. And again, kind of gently reminded her, if you have a coaching question, please post it in the community. If you have a customer support question, please email the team. And she just kept coming back and kept doing it and kept doing it. And so I kind of got to this point where I just realized this is not going to work. So I had my team you know, basically email the client saying, you know, you continue to kind of disrespect our boundaries and you're breaching our contract. So, you know, goodbye. Like we totally wish you the best. And for me, this was such a sigh of relief. And also it was really scary because it's not something that I'd ever done before. I was always the kind of good girl who would put on the brave face and really just try and be professional and tough it out and have that conversation. But I think it was just very surprising to me. Um, how sometimes you're just kind of on the receiving end of bullshit. And I think that you probably have had a client that you have dealt with, either you're dealing with them right now or you have in the past where something just kind of absolutely wild happens. You know, something I hear a lot from my clients on coaching calls, especially beginner clients who maybe did not have contracts when they started working with clients, they'll often say something like, I had a client a year ago 
who did most of her sessions, but she had one left and now she's back a year later and she wants to do the session. Well, that's not how it works, right? So as an example, if you were to work with me and we signed a contract, there would be a term for the time that we're working together. So maybe it's a three-month contract. You need to book your calls within the three months. So because they don't have that, then you know you now have a client coming back a year later. Let's say in their case, they did have that. That's not something that you necessarily need to put up with. I've had other clients tell me, oh, my client stole my content. My client stole my intellectual property. Like there are certain things that happen that just, I think, cross lines. And I think that this is what this conversation is opening up. There's normal client stuff. And then there's just the BS that is really inappropriate. And it's not something that we need to participate in. And so again, I just want to kind of add that context of, you know, of course, there are going to be normal client issues that we have to navigate. And it's very important, I think, to be respectful and to be professional. But what's not okay is a client being nice to me, but a jerk to my team. And what's not okay is a client copying my content and passing it off as their own. What's not okay is a client constantly lashing out in an abusive manner. What's not okay is a client constantly trying to emotionally manipulate me into ignoring my boundaries. I remember I had one client a couple of years ago who I'm very responsive to my clients Monday through Friday. And she knew that I would not answer client messages between Friday evening and Monday morning. So then she would start messaging me on Instagram to get my attention. Or if she knew that we did not have a call book, she would try and get me to kind of come onto another call with her, whatever that might be. So that was the situation that I handled and navigated and I can hold my own boundaries, but sometimes it just kind of goes way beyond that. And so I think this is a conversation reminding you that you can fire a client if they are not a fit. You obviously need to work within the boundaries of your contract. You might get better advice by speaking to an attorney and saying, hey, here's the situation. Can you please advise me? But I just want you to know that it happens sometimes. Sometimes we just end up working with clients who are not a great fit for us. What I do want to add, though, is if this is something that happens to you a lot, then this is a problem and something to look at. So I did the math and the clients that I let go last year represented less than a third of 1% of all of my clients that year. So 0.375%. And if we're talking about every client I've ever worked with, then it's 0.06%. So that's a very, very, very small instance in which this happens. So it does happen, which is why I want to talk about it, because it can feel very overwhelming and very shameful. And it's not something people talk about on the internet very much, but it's very much a real thing. And as long as it is a rare instance, as long as you find ways to remove yourself from bad situations professionally, just know that you are still okay. Your business is going to be fine. It can really feel threatening and like the end of the world when you have, you know, a client in your inbox who's really lashing out or making big threats. I promise you in a couple of months, you will not even remember their name. So from one CEO to another, do not be afraid to let them go. Do not be afraid to lose the money. Do not be afraid of what other people will think when you're no longer working with that person. Make good decisions for you and make good decisions for your business and just trust that it's all working out for you. I hope that this episode was helpful and I'll see you in the next one.